Holy cow, he has given me the cue from across the room Yes, in our cavernous new studios. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Florida Keys Real Estate Guys coming to you live from our new studios in Isla Mirada. Awesome. Mom Marker 81, our address 81001, Overseas Highway, Isla Mirada, 33036. Mm-hmm. Did I get all that legal stuff out? Okay, cool. We're good. And where are we at? And uh, this is at Heartbreakers Bar- Brewery. Is that it? Yeah, Brew Heartbreakers House? Brewery. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, I mean, it's a great funky little hole-in-the-wall kind of place. Bar, long bar mm-hmm. with uh, chrome and uh, leather top chairs like you should have in a bar. So you can spin around when you get a buzz on and get a little woozy. You know, that kind of thing works. Uh, good high-top tables. Yeah. Uh, stage in the corner. It reminds me a, a kind of, a, of a, like a bohemian coffee house place. As I used to totally hang out in San Francisco. All the way. You know, it just, they just instead of coffee, they're serving uh, beer and wine. I knew there were a few things about you that were mildly subversive. Oh, you know it. <laughs> You're really subversive. <laughs> oh, tremendously. <laughs> we won't talk about those yeah. on the air. Yeah, blue zone sur- subversive, <laughs> to say the least. Folks, uh, Mark Mills here. And Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate. You know, there you go. And... Uh, uh, We've uh, got a pretty good show for you yes, today. One of our favorite people is back uh, with us, Chris Santee uh, from Village Valmarada, councilman. Uh, you know, I, 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 I was going to say lifelong politician, but you could, you know, you're too close, you could hey, punch me. Mayor. So, are you the mayor? Yes. Yes, he is. Uh, November 29th, I believe. And oh, then right. it's all over with? Well, after the election, we have the election coming up, of course, Tuesday. Right. Sure. And then uh, that my term will be ended. I would have served ten years, and uh, <laughs> I'm done. I'm a, my wife and I got to travel a little bit and take now a little time it, off. Is there Good a term deal. limit thing on here now or not? Yes, we have term limits, but I took off in between, right? So I could actually run run longer. But I, right. I've I've had enough fun. Right. Are you going to run for anything else? Nope. Uh, ten years is my limit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll do a Michael Corleone just when I thought yeah, I was out. They pull me back in. Well, well you know, um, folks, in, in the residents of uh, the village of Almorada may want to consider that. Yeah. This has been a man who, the first time I interviewed you on the radio uh, uh, 16 years ago, I believe yep. you were on the village council then. You were probably mayor then, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, I've been mayor four years. And, uh, <laughs> he, was, different times. he was, he was uh, uh, overseeing a road construction project, eating a ma- an egg McMuffin. There you go. You know, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and you, could, you could, I mean, there was absolutely no indignity to it whatsoever. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching a, a road crew work. Right. You know, I want to make sure that they know what they're doing, you know, and I'm, and I'm having breakfast. So you want to talk to me on the radio? Go ahead. It's good. <laughs> you know, that was a, that was a memorable moment. Those for are, me, well, those so. were growing pains when the village first started out. It it was oh, a good yeah. idea, but there was a lot of animosity and <laughs> a lot of that's uh, that's a nice word yeah. for people flinging crap at each other. <laughs> yeah. you know? What uh, what year did the village incorporate for folks listening? We just had our twentieth anniversary. Twentieth anniversary, yeah. right? Yeah, we missed it because of the hurricane. But mm-hmm. we were planning a celebration, but it kind of went by the wayside. Sure. <laughs> kind of got blown away. Okay, so 20 years, uh, Isla Mirada has been its yep. own uh, own deal. And right now, with the current staff we have, with the new Ty Harris is our new planning director. Mm-hmm. Seth Lawless is the awesome. manager. Great guy. The, right. Everything's working so smooth, it's scary. Yeah. It's, it's been absolutely great. It, it, there's almost a, a shred of Irish in you when you when you talk that way. It's like God, it's going so well. Everything's got to hit the fan. <laughs> you know, I mean, something uh, horrible has got to happen. But you know, oh. the, the the proof of the pudding is after the hurricane, we had enough reserves, and since we're, we guide ourselves, we don't mm-hmm. have to wait for the county right. or right. You know, and Marathon was similar. We got out, cleaned the entire village up, did everything. We advanced the funds. And granted, it, it's a it's a struggle, and we had to borrow some money. We took a credit line out um, just to FEMA's slow on reimbursing us. But <laughs> really, <laughs> no feds. But, but um, we're in actually in very good shape. We had a minimal increase. You know, the millage rate is three point oh two. So that allows us to put some money back in our coffers. Sure. And and while you don't want to do that, the consensus of the council was. Let's do this, and we can put our hurricane reserves back. Right. Now, can the millage rate be backed out again after? Uh, no. no. So once no. it's up, it's up. It's up, right. Yeah. But, again, it's, it's one of those things where if you look at just what the village charges, it's minimal. When you add in a school board mm-hmm. you know, and the fire district, and you, you start adding in all these other things, um, the Everglades fund, right. th- that's when your, your taxes really start getting sure, higher and higher. Totally. But, I mean, the, the portion of the village is very minimal. 
Well, you guys see, I mean, they say across the keys, it's usually about 1% of purchase price is what your property taxes Correct. are. Correct, right. And, and so the village is uh, 1% plus 01 or something like that? No, or, it, 1% is everybody added together. Got it. So what happens is we're, we're three, three mills, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. then I don't know what the school board is there. Right. Two or whatever. So that's a like cumulative that, yeah. number. It's a cumulative, right. 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 Which for people listening, you go across the county line, you go into Coral Gables, <laughs> Coconut yeah, Grove, right. which yeah. I still do work in. You're talking two yeah. and a quarter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Easy. so. Yeah, Dade has got a big Absolutely. Bump. So we, we are very fortunate down here in the Keys. And I think that's another, another big draw for folks. Well, uh, good tax here. rates and you don't have sure. to live in Dade. Right. The, no. Well, that's that, it's that <laughs> in <laughs> of itself. Is, well, there's, there's two advantages. One is, of course, the reason our millage rate is low is because we have high property values. Sure. Right. You look at Ocean Reef. That's considered a donor community. Mm-hmm. Oh, they totally. Pay, yeah. They pay such a large amount in, in real estate taxes, but they don't use all the services. Mm-hmm. So that money gets filtered down to the county, so it offsets the rest of our Well, some of their taxes. services are privatized up there, too, aren't they? Correct. Yeah, because yeah, it's a private they, club. Right. right. Yeah. But even so, the, the, still the overall tax. And, and it works that, out for everybody overall. Right. Yeah. And it, the millage rate is real confusing because the, the newspapers always put, oh, we're going up 18%, we're going up 12%. You know, they always throw these numbers out. Right. And, yeah, it is over the last amount. But if you look at it, um, it's, I think the increase was... 32 cents or something right. like that yeah. per, per hundred. So sure. it was a small amount. Yeah. But it, it's... Um, Not breaking anybody's bank. Yeah. And then yeah. also, if you have homestead exemption, you're getting taxed on what you're assessed at. Right. Not the true value of your sure. property. Market Not value. the street value of the house. Right. right. So yeah. it, that also reduces your taxes. And then you get your 25000 homestead exemption. If you got widow's exemption, another 25000 Sure. Then they got the new 25000 coming off. So you got right. another 50000 So you could well, get 50. If you do save our homes, yeah. too, so, then right. it's capped. But I'm just saying, all these things add up to mm-hmm. keep your taxes low in your house. Sure. So right. I think that's one of the reasons a lot of people don't complain. Mm-hmm. Uh, the commercial property owners ha- can't complain because that's just Well, yeah, tax. I mean, and I know Michael's experiences, too, when you're working with buyers that have wandered down from the mainland, you yep. know. And, and they say, well, how bad are the taxes? And you go, oh, 1% of purchase, roughly. And they're like, yeah, you know, I mean, you, you yeah. got to hit them with the paddles, yeah. you know. So, well, Mike was saying in Miami, it's two and a quarter. Uh, my mom's house I sold in Miami, right? It was two and a half, and it's just a plain neighborhood. But yeah. right. the tr- cost of service in the area was high because they had sewer and everything. So sure, sure. it was two and a half percent. I was amazed. That's a lot of money. No, it's man. brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. It is. You know, and that's why when, when you know come down here to the Keys, it's uh, you know something really yeah. uh, advantageous. Well, two hundred thousand house, two hundred thousand dollar house that puts you at five grand a year in taxes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's a lot. Yes, it is. Jesus Christ. I mean, you can have a, a, a 500, pardon me, but, you know, let's say you can have a $500,000 house down here, mm-hmm. you know, and, and have uh, a, a rated schools, you know, uh, water, sewer, the whole nine yeah. yards, you know, so. It's a, it's a great deal. I, I think, think so. you know, uh, everybody that lives here now, you know, anybody that works in class tells me they, they can all afford to stay here, mm-hmm. but if they ever leave, they're never coming back because you can't <laughs> afford to buy back in. Yeah, that's... that's that is uh, part of the deal, sadly yeah. enough. So, you know, folks, uh, we're at about uh, eight, nine minutes after the hour, and I want to talk about uh, the people who make this program possible every week. Sunshine Title, uh, Jenny and the uh, crew of ladies up there for No Surprise Closes. Uh, they are... Uh, they're the bomb. Yes, they no are. Question about We've it. used them many, many times Absolutely. for our clients. Absolutely, over and over and over again, and don't get any ideas. Uh, the uh, East Coast Mortgage Lenders, Kenny Nyman, uh, is uh, usually the guy who shows up with that big bag of money and helps you buy your house. You know, so just kidding, Ken. But you know, he's uh, he's a great mortgage guy, and you know, he knows the lay of the land. If you're coming in from out of town to buy a property here, you know, that's all well and good. We love that, and we thrive on it, but. The bottom line is your local banker back in Poughkeepsie is going to go, you're going to pay how much per square foot? Yeah. You know? Especially in an area that square foot <laughs> means nothing. <laughs> my, yeah. my favorite question is, why is it on stilts? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to get a really good view of the water as it rolls in underneath my house. Yeah, yeah. You know? Local, so, local, local, as we always say. Absolutely, man. Well, you know, and I mean, it, it, it saves a lot of red tape, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of explaining. It really does. So, uh, Keys Insurance, for those folks who uh, don't ask why is it on stilts, they understand that completely. And, uh, and you know, we tip the cap every time we can. Uh, for Mel, uh, he has been uh, one of the founders Efforts. of Fair Insurance Rates Firm, in yeah. Monroe. And uh, really helped uh, us keep our, our rates capped. You know, maybe that's an ugly word, but uh, you know, in in line 
and, and affordable. So they've done a great job. And uh, last but not least, Center State Bank, Betty yeah. and Lisa, uh, you know, another set of lenders that we really enjoy doing business with. And, uh, God, I tell you, if you're looking for first-time homebuyer privileges and benefits and things like that. And their portfolio uh, oh, yeah. programs are fantastic. For yeah. those hard-to-finance properties, um, mobile they've got homes, you, that mobile kind of thing. I think they're the mobile Land home. Lease. I think they're just the mobile home leaders. They can get mobile homes done where other lenders just can't even look at them. Yep. So uh, I tell you that even in Silver Shores, which is an odd community here where you don't <laughs> truly own your lot. odd in a bad way. It's no, but a it's, land lease. It's a land lease, yeah. and, and a lot of lenders won't even consider it, right. and they get deals done all the time. Well, and you know the, the beauty of, of Silver Shores is that there you are used to be there million dollar properties yeah. in there too. Well, we so, sold that one for yes, uh, seven fifty, which is probably which worth deal. close to a million. Yeah, now, they made money so. already. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Although uh, Irma wasn't very <laughs> kind to them, but you know, uh, you know that was a, a, a bad. Uh, builder with a router that kind of goofed all that stuff up. So and if you want the details on that, uh, hit me up on our yeah. Facebook page, Florida Keys Real Estate Guys, and uh, instant message me, and I will tell you all about it. So, uh, But we're not going to put that one on the no, air. No, no, no. So, uh, bottom line is, folks, uh, uh, these guys make this program happen every week. We are talking about the Village Politico with uh, Mayor Chris Santi. Uh, we will be back in a couple of minutes. Stay with us. This is the Florida Keys Real Estate Guys live. <laughs> You know us. We're Keys Insurance. We've been covering you in the Keys for 40 years. When times got tough, Keys Insurance stuck around. Keys Insurance will always be here for you. Keys Insurance is committed to keep their promise to cover the Florida Keys. Log on to keysinsurance.com or call 305-453-1445 to speak with a Keys Insurance agent. Hello, this is Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate with your Real Estate Conk featured property. Today, spotlighting 126 Low Street in Historic Tavernier. This three-bedroom, two-bath, updated conch house is exactly what you envision when you think of a tropical keysy oasis. Florida Keys vernacular architecture with updated finishes, including gleaming bamboo floors, granite countertops, climate control for every room, and impact windows and metal roof for incredible insurance discounts. Ideal for entertaining, phenomenal outdoor spaces include a huge screen in patio and custom-built covered outdoor bar with wood deck. Located in historic Tavernier with kayak access at the end of the street, this property is currently offered for $399,900. For more information on this property and other power buys, please contact me at 305-439-7730 and be sure to check out my real estate and lifestyle blog at therealestateconk.com. Weird Trees, the only CBD specialist in the Florida Keys. Exclusive high-end brands at the best prices for CBD edibles, oils, topicals, vapes, and more. Products uniquely tailored for your needs. Come talk to the experts at Weird Trees, located at Mile Marker 81 in Isla Mirada. Like us on Facebook at Weird Trees to stay up to date on the newest CBD products. Or give us a call at 305-330-3420. Let us guide you on your path to a more balanced life. Rocking our way back into the second segment of Florida Keys Real Estate Guys live on Radio 818.com. Please like us on Facebook, and you can even uh, like uh, Radio 818. Yes. Because there's a link there that you can click on that will send you to, you know, hell, it'll send you to Florida Keys Real Estate Guys. I think they'll send it over to the news guys right. or other news uh, uh, giant is over there in the corner, Dr. Bob McClellan, uh, and uh, which the you know, man with the handle on all things national. Yeah, it's, you know, Dr. Bob. So you can speak, Dr. Bob. You don't have to just sit there and smile. I, <laughs> yeah. can, I can speak. Yeah. Well, yes, he can. <laughs> <laughs> Radio Gold. It, <laughs> You know, and I don't think he ever smoked a cigarette in his life. <laughs> Hard to believe. He was a clean liver. Yes. You know. Well, there you go. Not in a long time. That's he, my school. You know, people, people ask that all the time. It's like, wow, you got a great voice for radio. Yeah. I owe that to Johnny Walker Red and Marlboro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. And then also Mariner's Hospital and yeah. the University of Minnesota Hospital and, you know, everybody else who's taken out the bad parts and put new ones in. Speaking of which, workforce housing. Yeah. You know, uh, boy. It's blown up. 
It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had none for a long time. For years, we couldn't give a permit away. Right. right. Then all of a sudden, with the change of the mood and well, the Irma. village had everything in perpetuity. Yeah. But so people said, "I'll never build," and that right. was kind of the thought. Right. Then I built those seven units. Correct. Or six units. And they sold and, in about 12 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then what happened is a Sunset Inn sold, and the right. person who bought it, Victor, is putting in, I believe, 42 or 43 units behind that. Like that. Really? Yeah. So oh, that's, yeah. that's going in. Which is pretty cool, actually. Right. Yeah. Habitat's doing 16 in right. front of the, the um, OV. Yeah, mm-hmm. in front of the OV. And then uh, they also have the village bought some land by Woods Corner. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we bought uh, lots on US 1, which will be another. Uh, Ten units. I think one's one's a fourplex, and one's it might be a sixplex. Did or something. they buy the lot across the street that's yeah. like wedged right in there between the school and and the other uh, woods corner? Is that the? I the believe area? it's by the sewer plant. You know, yeah. the, right on the corner of the okay. street that the right. wooded lot. Right. And uh, we don't have plans yet, but I know they. I think they said they can put six units there. Were those rows ho- row houses? I looked at those when they built those. Mm-hmm. You know, and and on woods. the woods corner. The woods corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That they're nice houses. They really yeah, are. It's just a, it's a different design. It takes up less space. Yeah. The ones I built were little cottages, so to speak. Right. I wanted that Bahamian look. Oh, I love a lot it. of open space. Yeah, it adds to the and character. Again, it's, people love that down here. I mean, well, huge. Every, you know. Look, everybody needs housing. Yeah. So Habitat's big on three twos. And then um, I'm big on one bedrooms because I think I call them starter homes. Right. Yeah. You get them in there, you can afford it, and then down the road you can move up, sell it, and move up to something bigger. Boy, that must be a brand new concept. Yeah, I think uh, Habitat more focuses on families. Yeah. Whereas I think what you're doing really suits the individual or couple or something but, like that. Which is how a lot of people wind up down a- exactly. here in the first place. Right. Well, Jack Nowalski runs Habitat now. Right. Yeah. And, and, and they're changing the design. The, the 16, I believe they're going to sell eight and rent eight. Okay. I'm oh, not sure the exact Good. numbers, but they, they had a deal where they had to, when we gave them the land, uh, um, the deal was they had to sell so many and rent so many. Right. So anyway, it's working out. Although uh, I thought 16 seems a lot for that parcel. Yeah, there's to be three buildings there. Okay. And I, I believe that's the – I know that's the layout. You know, I've got to say, Jack is a real shot in the arm for Habitat. Oh, yeah. I think Habitat has always had a good operation down here. But, you know, Nabalski, I you know, <laughs> was, you know, he is Mr. Power Close. Yeah, he is. Jack yeah. and I worked radio together for a long time. And, you know, there were few people who escaped buying radio advertising from Jack Nowalski. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's a good suit for him. You know, he it knows everybody. Really yeah. And one of the things about Habitat is that they work the community and ask you to donate your time or, or whatever well. you can. Yeah. And it, it's going well. CBT is one of their partners. Yep. So they're, um, I don't know the details, but I assume they give them a good deal in construction. Probably. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. um, so anyway, they got those 16, the 43, my six. You have... Um, well, Mike's doing the, some affordable housing too, right? Uh, BBT, as Mike and I are doing that, um, seven units there. Right. Oh, really? The permitting okay. process of getting them them permitted. Yeah. And uh, it's just now they realize, even though perpetuity really doesn't mean anything, there's enough value there. Right. Mm-hmm. And and it gives the um, businesses a chance to uh, we have a, we have a you're allowed to put affordable housing on top of your commercial space right. on US one. Right. Right. So a lot of businesses that are building or remodeling are realizing the benefits. Of sure. having an apartment on top, absolutely for their manager or somebody. Sure, even if it's uh, even if it's just a, an employee. Well, right, Mangrove Mike's needs a handful of waitresses, and here you go. You, you, well, it's you know. it's the chefs, it's all the people. Sure. There, there's always somebody needing needing mm-hmm. help. Absolutely, you know. That was one thing I was going to ask you about before it runs out of my mind and I forget it. Uh, with regards to uh, changing over a commercial building, because that you know the BP and T building right there. Mm-hmm. Is um, obviously was built commercially, right. you know, uh, intended to be you know a highway frontage commercial uh, uh, zoning, and you know now it's going to have habitat. You know, it's going to be on uh, the second dwelling. floor. The first right. floor still be commercial. Okay, right. so uh, that's not uh, difficult to finagle with uh, permitting no, process it's like that. Actually, going air. <laughs> the, the whole thing is you just have to follow the rules. Right. right. You know, people gave me a hard time about those six houses. Mm-hmm. The rules say 15 houses per acre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had half an acre. Okay. So, or a little bit less. So I'm allowed to build six yeah. houses. Yeah. 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 You have to have two parking spaces per unit. Right. And you have to have a certain amount of open space. Right. I met all those guidelines through the normal channels, got my permit. Done. Same thing with BB&T. There's seven apartments, so I need 14 parking spaces. Right. So, out of that big parking lot. <laughs> I think you're good to go. Well, out of that big parking lot, you take 14 out, then the restaurant wants to, right. to open up. Sure. And expand. 
he needs a certain amount of parking. Right. So it ends up you need we need over sixty parking spots. Right. So taking out the drive through and reconfiguring the parking lot, we end up with sixty five spaces, okay. which I think is we need a sixty three. Right. Yeah. So it there allows us two extra spaces. Right. How many of those need to be handicapped? Um, I don't remember, but there's right. a certain percentage. Right. I, think, I think the sure. entire front is like three or four. Right. Okay. It's, right. It, well, it's right in front of the door, sure. obviously. Yeah. And then uh, it's that parking right on US one, right, right sure. in front of the door. So. And then I've had some inquiries from people on that street towards uh, the grocery store. Right. Uh, one of the people called me about putting uh, workforce housing on that street because it's a mix. On one side it's residential, the other side's commercial. Sure. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at possibility instead of building more commercial, right. um, building some affordable housing. I think do five or six units. So again, it's it's just um, people are being more fair. creative now. Right. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Payfair. Yeah. Know, that little market in there. But it, like everything else. Even pay for it. I love that place, too. I mean, it's, yeah. it's very convenient. But right. the writing's on the wall for everybody. Yeah. Sure. It's a multi-million dollar piece of property. Sure. Right. The owners are getting up in years. They're going to want to retire. or mm-hmm. they, I'm speculating. But, you know, everybody wants to retire. Do something. All right. But in that situation, Chris, because, you know, hypothetically at this point in time, mm-hmm. uh, that's all this is, is hypothetical. Right. Uh, nobody's selling anything at this particular moment. But, okay, so you've got... You know, a couple thousand square feet of storefront, you know, uh, roughly, you know, uh, and lots of parking, you know. I mean, you probably got street to street, really. He has probably you 10 know. or 12 lots. I mean, he owns the right. whole front yeah. and back. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, could you take that and go up? Oh, yes. And sure. So, you can go up to 36 feet. So, you can put two stories on top sure. of Three that. stories. Yeah. Three stories. On top of the commercial. Oh, right? no, no. I mean, what's going to happen is, I mean, realistically, as a developer, the building... Has square footage value, right? But it's an old, tired building. It's got a bunch of additions. Right. Somebody's going to come in there at some point, buy the whole thing, tear it down, and they'll Bulldoze put a brand it. new shopping center in the front or office right. building. Right, right. They may or may not put housing on top, housing in the rear. You could, it could be a large parcel. It's zoned village center, so it it can be any type of retail. It just can't be car washes or right. any, any type of heavy usage. Right, um, right. Well, they, I mean, so basically, you know, retail on the main floor. And yeah. you can go up with housing sure. on top of it. You could almost have two floors of housing, just depending on the That's elevation. What I would yeah, think exactly. so, yeah. 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 Well, but again, it depends on the de- developer. Yeah. Some people, you know, if you get somebody in there who wants uh, 5,000 feet of office space because they have a big office, big law firm or something, you know, it, it takes up the whole building. Yeah. yeah. And that's their... Right. <laughs> it's their privilege. <laughs> sure. It's, you know, it's your property. You can do what you want. No, no law firms. So. Well, no, but I just meant it's, you know... Yeah. Teasing. Course. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, now the big thing is these clinics. Yeah. These yeah. emergency clinics are Absolutely. popping. There's one right here. Yeah. Uh, right. I saw there's one in the, you know, up in Key Largo at the, at the uh, public shopping center. Yep. There's, yep. there's uh, one urgent care. Yeah, urgent, urgent care. care. That's yeah. the big thing. Great now. way to go. There's yeah. one by uh, yep. the chocolate store. Yeah. 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 Steve Lawyer uh, built oh, that yeah. out. Right. Uh, That's right. A guy from, uh, from uh, cardiologist from right. Key West. From Key West. Yeah. 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 So. Excellent. Excellent rates and practices. They dropped Good off medical some facility. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I mean, they're popping up everywhere. It, sure, everything. But that's changing. a great example of that, actually, because I know uh, Bob Thomas has the chocolate yeah. store on the end, and he's got uh, a rental on units on top. Right. Yep. You know, and I mean that to me, you know, and this is years ago. I was doing a radio show about real estate with Josh Mothner down in. in, in that's uh, a long time ago. Long yeah. time ago. In uh, down a marathon, and we were talking back then with Morgan and Paula. You know, yeah. uh, from uh, Exit Realty, about the whole idea of going up. Right. You know, I mean, you've got, you know, and Marathon's got a lot of storefront highway. Right. You know, uh, All one story. Absolutely. You know, you, well, you add one or two stories on top of that, you take care of a great deal of your workforce housing. But it, it's all relative. When I, yeah. when I came down here and started Charter Pest Control, mm-hmm. one of the things I did was I bought any mobile home, any kind of cheap housing I could find. Sure. Because I offered it to my employees. Right. Yep. So I never had an employee problem because I offered them housing. Right. Whereas other businesses always tell me their number one problem is employee housing. Where's everybody going to live? I've got right. someone right now. America. That's, that's what we're looking at yep. right now is they're looking at uh, multifamily. Yep. Yeah. And they're strictly looking at it for their employees. Yeah. And it's put them there. America sure. came to us when they built and they said they were having a hard, prime, hard time. And, of course, the farther south you get, the harder it gets. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, Key Largo has a little less problem because it's right. not a long bus ride or right. whatever. But even so... Businesses down south are telling me, uh, postcard and all of them are, are having a hard time staffing their sure. their uh, Which businesses. Which is pretty typical after a hurricane hit uh, the size of mm. 
uh, Irma. Well, we lost that. You'll lose a lot of your affordable housing. But you lost over 100 units just there uh, at the village, the trailer park. Mm -hmm. Um, The sea sea, sea breeze. uh, Yeah, sea breeze. Yeah, sea oats. No, sea breeze. breeze. And then next door, um, San Pedro. Right, San Pedro. San Pedro. Well, they, they... the owners have now bought the land in between, right? And they've applied for a redevelopment, so they're going to redo that entire strip. But you're still talking another year. Oh, easy. And then you're going to have, an, yeah. you know, then you'll have a hundred more sites, right? yeah, hundred and twenty something like that. I don't have the exact number, but it's over a hundred. But again, how many are there going to be second homes? How many are going to be weekenders? And how many will be full time? Right. Well, and but, you know, the profit margin is in you know weekenders and second homes, right? No, the profit margin is just in lot rent. <laughs> you don't care what they do. Yeah. <laughs> Pay the lot rent. <laughs> well, that's the advantage. Of, you know, people don't understand business-wise, trailer parks are great. Sure. You put an electric meter in, a water meter, and a sewer hookup. Bob's your uncle. Put your, put your trailer there. I don't care what you do to it. I don't care how much you tear it up. Yeah. Because yeah. it's yours. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you have rental property, I'm always doing maintenance. Always. On, sure. You know. Always fixing stuff. Yeah, and if you got a if you got a trailer park, you know there you go. Yeah, you know the trailer trailer. I mean, there's there's issues, but it's minimal compared when you have when somebody rents your house, they have nothing invested, right? Right. When they bring their own trailer or RV or whatever in there, it's theirs. Up uh, Suncoast is selling something key larger for like ninety thousand. Mm-hmm. Those park models. Yeah, and you right. still got a thousand dollar nine hundred something dollar lot rent. Right? right. So now the guy's got ninety thousand invested plus his nine hundred or thousand dollar lot rent. Yeah. You want to take care of the place. Of money. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's two grand a month. But, but see what it does, it, it forces out. It's not affordable. Right. So now you have none of the working people can afford that. Right. right. It becomes second homes or right. things like that. Instead. You know. And again, I mean, it's their right to do that. I don't have a problem with that. Do whatever they want, you know. It's I just mean, that it's not like the old days where you could buy a $1,000 camper and stick it on a campsite. Right. Or, you know, on an RV site because people don't want them. Those are the ones I had to haul away after the storm. Yeah. Right? They abandoned them. Then I, yeah. I spent... Tens of thousands of dollars hauling away other people's trash. They abandoned yeah. it. You know, it all blew up into a big pile. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I had to hire companies to come in there and scoop it all up and yep. clean everything up. Yep. So now my policy is all the new ones, all the new trailers moving in have to be newer quality, something viable. You had to that set right. the bar. Yeah. You know, so that, uh, you know, it's, it's going to stand up against the storm. And, you know, I mean, now, and, and do you add into that that, you know, after a storm, they've got to clean up their mess? No, usually what they do is they abandon it. Right. Yeah, but so you can't hold them. Uh, you can try, but yeah. you know, the old saying, "How do you get blood out of a turnip?" Yeah. No, the only true. collateral is there is there is there is is, is, a, is the trailer really that just hard. got beat up. We had three sunk boats at the marina. We had to yeah. hire a company to come in and pull them all out. And I called the people, and they go, "What boat?" Yeah. <laughs> Me? <laughs> My boat? boat? Yeah. I don't want a boat. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you know they sent us titles just so you uh-huh. could legally destroy them, but yeah. it was it's, it was. Everybody suffered. Anybody with any kind of commercial or residential property, sure. you, you just had to bite the bullet and fix it. It's work, man. You know, part of the deal. Yeah. So, and then try finding uh, people to work on it after the fact, too. You know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, uh, when you've got a lot of rental property, you know, you, you know you're not going to pay people full time to be on staff. But, my yeah. God, you're going to be really good to repair guys because you're yeah. going to need them. You know, it's, it's like it anybody else. It's yeah. If you're friends with a roofer, you might get first. Mm-hmm. But roofers <laughs> are a year behind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. So they no. just trying to patch the worst one next. And, yeah. I mean, they're doing the best they can. But roofers, even plumbers and stuff, you call them up and they go, no, I don't want to do that job. It's too hard. Right. I got too many easy ones. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Electricians, everybody. I mean, I, and sure. I don't blame them. It's, it's their business. Yeah. There's it's just, just so much out there that needs to be done. Right. Yeah. That's a fact. Well, and, you know, you're talking about, you know, you, you want a gun for, you know, A, the easy job, or B, the one that's got the best profit margin in it. That's <laughs> yeah. business. That's yeah. all yeah. it is. You know, I, I mean, this is, it's a pleasure to talk to you, Chris, because, you know, a, a lot of people miss this. You know, uh, I, I, I get labeled as a liberal sometimes. You do? Yeah, I know. It's horrifying. But you know what? I'm not against anybody making a profit. That's businesses yeah. are there Business to make a right. profit. Period. Insurance companies are there to make a profit. You know, and, and, and making insurance companies insure people who are sick is not profitable. Right. Sorry. But that's, you know, so yeah. don't make them do it. You know, yeah. got to take that under your wing and, and make it part of the government. I'm off my soapbox. All right. So, uh, <laughs> no, but you're right. I mean, yeah. the government has to step in on certain things. Certain things the government can do and should do, certain things business does. Right. right. Period. You know. 
I mean, it, it, the more you mix those waters, the darker they get. <laughs> you know, it's kind of the way it works. We are at 1229. We're going to take another break, folks. You are listening to the Florida Keys Real Estate Guys. This is Village Politics and what's going on in Isla Morada. We'll have more in a few minutes. Stay with us. This is author Sammy Mays. May I recommend the Jake Sullivan series of novels by author Chip Bell. He's Jake Sullivan and he's on the run. He's working for the president while basking in the sun. If you enjoy reading, you need to read Chip Bell's latest novel. We are the people our parents warned us about. Read and collect all 13 books in the Jake Sullivan series at... ChipBellAuthor.com. The Jake Sullivan series has been awarded Mayor Gonzo May's Five Parrots in a Palm Tree for literary excellence. Tropical crimes in tropical climes. Assassins right there on the beach. I'm Dr. Bob McClellan, co-host of Radio A1A News. Radio A1A will be broadcasting its updated, more listener-friendly news to four times daily, morning, midday, early, and late evening, and will include world, national, and local keys news. In real estate, there are three words that everyone knows— location, location, location. Here are three words regarding getting a mortgage— Local, local, local. Ken Nyman is the local mortgage guy you want to work with. A keys guy for almost 30 years. Lowest interest rates, best service, a variety of lending programs for all borrowers. Work with your neighbor, Ken Nyman, 305-394-0841. That's 305-394-0841. In the boots of the crew, he placed chocolate, silver, and gems, old spice from the Orient, and gold cups with jeweled rims, nine fine bottles of rum from sweet sugar cane, great golden treasures from the galleons of Spain. That's Pirate Night Before Christmas, a lovable year-round family storybook classic by Mayor Gonzo Mays. Pirate Night Before Christmas, gone by December 1st. Order now. TwistedPalmsTradingCo.com If you're a realtor or if you're buying a home or selling a home, maybe you're thinking about buying a piece of land to build on. One thing you need to consider in any real estate transaction is title. You want to be sure there are no surprises ahead. Getting clear title and title insurance is the one and only job of Sunshine Title of the Keys. Sunshine Title for escrow, closings, and title insurance done right. Call Ginny at Sunshine Title, 305-451-0032 today. Yeah, more foot stomp and rock and roll. Yep. Something we don't play, but we do play drop rock. <laughs> Gotta like that. You know, Gotta slide this stuff in every now and then when you can. Uh, Florida Keys Real Estate Guys coming to you live from our new studio in Radio A1A Land. So cool. We are at Heartbreakers Brew House. Uh, 81001 Overseas Highway in the heart of Almorada. And uh, speaking of the heart of Almorada, yeah. there we Mayor go. Chris Santee nice is segue. with us today. And I bet, well, you know, they used to pay me big money for that <laughs> crap. You know, 20 years ago, yeah. Village Hall was right there where the uh, gym yep. is. Yep. Right. That's where we That's started. Right. Right That's here. right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got the elections coming up on Tuesday. Yes, uh, yes. Not only... National elections, but the village yeah. elections. Be glad when that's over. Sure. <laughs> I think <laughs> had enough that's bad commercials. Oh. Yeah, that is a sentiment across the, the nation. W- yeah, exactly. Get Everybody it done. wants this. Get it over with. Yeah. Please get it over with. We yeah. have, Wednesday can't come soon enough. No, it can't. Yeah, we have yeah. two seats open. Right? I think actually, uh, 
probably tonight at midnight I'm going to start drinking <laughs> <laughs> to get through it. Yes. You know, get through it, you know, and then not then wake up sometime on Wednesday. Right. And it'll be That's all it. over with, you know. So, but uh, come on down to Heartbreakers uh, after. Uh, now they're not open right now, which is probably a good idea because you put a handful of radio people in a bar. <laughs> no. It's a natural. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yes, it is. And a natural uh, state of larceny would take place, too. So, but, uh, you know, uh, come on down four or five o'clock in the afternoon. They start things up. Uh, the music goes on over there in the corner. And uh, I'll tell you what, beer, wine. It's a great little operation, kind of a nice, funky little hole in the Locally wall. brewed stuff. Absolutely. Locally brewed stuff. Yeah. And uh, kind of got that, that uh, as we were discussing, kind of got that like coffee house vibe. A little to bohemian. It. Very bohemian. Kinda really like intimate it. here. Mm-hmm. And um, it's great. But it's also the spot, if you're driving by on Sundays, where the farmer's market is. Yes. And very, very nice market, too. Yeah, it is. I'm, uh, you know, I'm a huge honey fan. And let me say, Pirate Hat Apiary, yeah. he does a great, great job. And That's his honey stuff. is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. He also does, uh, what's kind of cool, is this is in our business, um, bee removal. We'll sometimes get in some of these houses some <laughs> hives going. I had one on Coconut Row yeah. that had a terrible hive in it. And uh, they called him, and they, he did a wonderful job with cool. getting them out. And well, he, he keeps the bees as much as he can alive, and he you know, transports their hive. Good idea. That's, well, that's what I those. do. You know, they, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, pest control, right. they call me about re- removing bees. So there's a couple of beekeepers, yeah. him being one of them. There's three or four that I call to see if any of them can get them out without destroying the house mm-hmm. or anything. And sometimes, or destroying the hive. You know, for that matter. Well, yeah. Sometimes you can get them out. Just yeah. take a piece of side right. of the house off, and you got to take it off anyway to clean the honey out the mm-hmm. comb. But it, it's nice to see that we're all working together and not just spraying everything and killing everything. Right. <laughs> which which well, right that was now, the old days. You just scorched, killed everything. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to keep as many of the bees as yeah. possible right yeah. now. Well, that's yeah. a good idea. You know, uh, one of the things I wanted to touch on with you, Chris, uh, Rick Scott offered us uh, the uh, governor of Florida thirteen hundred. It was three hundred. Workforce housing units per city, I'll say. Okay, yeah. So Alamorada gets 300. Right. Layton gets 300. Layton gets 300. Yeah, and the Layton county. doesn't have room for 300. <laughs> yeah, that's no. what I'm saying. Where are they going to put 300 yeah. in Layton? It is. And it's, what, yeah, it's a it's trade a off. game. And yeah. they'll trade it for whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It's, sure. Like I said, we, we have, I don't know how many. I'll, I'll just I'll throw out a number. I'll say we have 100 in, yeah. the, in the queue. I don't think it's that high. But right. like I said, with uh, the 40 going out mm-hmm. and the habitat and all those, I think we've got about 70 or 80 pending right. in various stages. So that, that, and again, I'm not saying the number's correct because I, I didn't bring the numbers. But right. let's say we got 20 left over. We have an option. If somebody came in and wanted to build 40 at some spot, mm-hmm. well, sometimes you can borrow from the county right. if they have extras. But again, they're going to do that big thing in Stock Island they're talking about. Right. Right. So we, we all trade back and forth, or at least we ask each other. So same thing would happen with Layton. If, we, if they do approve the 300 to each city, then we would say to Layton, hey, look, we need 100. Mm-hmm. a couple hundred, or we'll take all 300, and we'll trade you something down the road sure, or yeah. offer you something. It's just a barter system. We'll right. give you a boat. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, what's happened is we, we've received uh, emails thanking Rick Scott and thanking the village for considering this, and we received the ones saying that we've reached our capacity, don't accept anymore. Yeah. And that's, a, that's what that 2023, 2025, right. um, yeah. the cutoff. Right. And now the question is, will they kick the can down the road? Will they give us permits? Will they make us, similar to the sewers, an unfunded mandate and say mm-hmm. no more building? You have to buy these lots out. Right. The county just started a program where they'll buy the rights of your accessory lot. Right. Right. And, Which and I it's, think it's, it's really a, it's a cool, great idea. That's the yeah. uh, simple, fee simple or yeah. whatever it is. Uh, well, what it know, is is yeah. uh, some people have a, gar- a house and they yeah. have a garage next door. Sure. Well, again, they sell, they pass on whatever. Yeah. You could split that in half and sell the garage to somebody who could build a house there. Well, and in so, like in Key Largo, uh, several subdivisions there, the original lots were ten thousand square foot lots or twenty thousand right. yeah, sure. big square ones. foot lots, you know. Right. So, and you know, and size nowadays is pretty uh, common is about five thousand square foot mm-hmm. in you know, like in Key Largo. Well, they uh, won't I think the village is a little bigger, aren't they? Well, here's the thing: you cannot split. <clears throat> if you have a large lot, you cannot split it and create more lots. Yeah. But if originally it was two lots, mm-hmm. then you couldn't split it and have two lots left. Right. So what happens, again, as values go up, theoretically, you could buy a house on two lots, tear it down, yeah. and then build two houses. Right. So what the county's trying to do, and I haven't researched it completely, but I think it's a good idea just on the surface, right. is they're saying we will buy the rights of that extra lot yeah. so that you can never build an extra house. You right. can't put anything on it. Correct. But you get a fair sum of money for it. Again, I don't know what the numbers are, but yeah. they're still offering them something. 
And what it does is a lot of people have garages, which they, they see nothing in the future. Sure. No reason to sell it off in the future. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, so they're collecting that money now. Right. And, and you know what, what happens is we see it. We have elderly people here who have owned their house their whole life. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. But they're starting to run short of funds due to health sure. and mm-hmm. finances sure. and whatever. So this gives them an opportunity similar to a reverse mortgage. You can sell that extra right, right. give yourself some money to stay another couple of years mm-hmm. or take a reverse mortgage. And there's any, any yeah. number of things. But I, I like to see people try to – who spent their whole life here and they sure. want to stay here till the end. Retire, it's just another yeah, tool to right. allow them sure. to do that. But on that regard, you, you just can't build a residence. But you can put a pool. You can put a garage or things of that nature. Yes. Okay. Yeah, can't right. be a domicile. Right. Can't be done, yeah. which, is, which is great. Like I said, if you yeah. wanted to expand it. I think it's a clever pool. idea. I think sure it's great, it too. You know. Yeah. Because I mean, in the village, we have... storage, pool, It limits like the that. density. Yeah. Oh, just, just throwing out a number. Say we have 1,000 vacant lots in the village. Yeah. I, I don't know the number. Yeah. I, it's it's in a report somewhere that right. I don't remember. But just say there's 1,000. And the state says we've got to buy them all. So if they're $100,000 a lot or $150,000 a lot... It's a lot of zeros. Yeah. It's, you'd yeah. bankrupt the city. You'd have sure. to... Double the taxes to buy these lots. Sure. Now, of course, the property values of the remaining houses would go up. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it creates <laughs> a whole... Some people would like that, yeah. Well, but, yeah. again, as a businessman, it creates a whole new pool. Right. I would buy every duplex and triplex and fourplex I could find. Absolutely. Because theoretically, if you knew they were absolutely going to be cut off, you then go. you could change your duplex into a single family and sell the rights to yeah. somebody to build a house. Sure. But, but again, you don't know. I, I think they're going to kick the can down the road, but I don't know how they're going to get past the hurricane evacuation. Right. It's a pretty tough. Yeah, and see, that was kind of the hook in the, in 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 all of this was that, you know, uh, we get all these uh, affordable housing units, but they've all got to evacuate right. in, in the event of a storm. And you know, I mean, what we're max max, I think thirty eight percent have left in in the last hurricane. So in in oh. Irma, you know, but you had um, we don't do that. We don't leave. You know. I mean, no, they don't. At, at this last storm, we had people in the trailer park at Seabreeze yeah. and San Pedro still in their trailers. Yeah. And yeah, they, now see, luckily, they, they, Silver Shores cleared out. Right. I mean, I was one of the last people to leave. Right. Turn the lights out, close yeah. the door, you know. Go. And, well, and that was a weird feeling to leave there, you know, maybe eight, ten hours before the storm actually hit, mm. you know, and, and drive through the park one more time. And, right. and was, we thought it was going to come there. Right. Oh, I yeah. certainly we, did. Yeah. I thought that. I thought yeah. we were going to get the epicenter. Be, well, you know. the thing is, when they when they put in these RVs, the RVs don't count towards evacuation because right. they have to leave the same time hotel rooms leave. Right. Yeah. Now, in reality, when you interview people, and we after the storm, we did some interviews. A lot of people said, "I stayed and I'll never stay again." <laughs> a lot of people said, "I left and I'll never leave again because yeah. I couldn't get back." Yeah. Right. And you have all these different sure. emotions. But if you if any, I tell people drive down south and see the destruction. Yeah. You have no idea how bad it was. We had. Well, you can still see it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Big, yeah, yeah big exactly. pine down to like you know, later. Uh, Stock well, Island. Everybody you know. says I have hurricane windows and doors. I go, that's great. Go down to Lower Matacumbi. Yeah. All the hurricane windows and doors were laying in the road because yeah. right. the house blew away, but the yeah. windows, yeah, the windows, windows were, were still good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you pick them up, you can use them again. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things you you can't change people's nature. Mm-hmm. Some will stay and some will leave, and you just clean up afterwards. Right. <laughs> Look so, up in the panhandle. Okay, so, yeah, so, that's so, that's another yeah, one. Right. Exactly. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Scott. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know we won't be leaving. Okay, but well, thanks at, for the uh, affordable housing. Look at Mexico there. City. Yeah, oh, you had the boy. one gentleman who made the news who built a hurricane house similar to that we built amazing. Mexico Beach. <laughs> uh, Mexico Beach. I'm yeah, 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 Mexico City. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And it was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. And then all the people with the 1920 homes. Everything around And was trailer parks and all that yeah. blew away. Yeah. Which is to be expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same thing that would happen here. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, hell, you can go online and, and see people selling, uh, you know, uh, hurricane, hurricane retrofitting for homes. Mm-hmm. And they'll show you two homes right next to each other, one with the retrofitting right. one without. And the one without is just yeah. obliterated, sure. you know, so... You don't want to argue with 140-mile-an-hour wind, folks. But, sure. but you mentioned even on the, any of the houses on the ocean, yeah. if there was one flaw in your the construction ocean, in the construction facing the ocean, as soon as that wind and rain got in that one little hole, it became a giant hole. Yeah. Absolutely. And vacuum. Well, Andrew, they found out people would hurricane uh, shutter their homes and he wouldn't do the bathroom window. Yeah. <laughs> when the bathroom See, uh, window blew out. It blew the whole roof off the house. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. sure. So it's, it's pressure cooker. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. And, you know, we had the same thing growing up in the Midwest with her or with tornadoes. Her tornadoes. You know, I mean, 
It, <laughs> it seemed like we, I mean, we had a whole bunch of them back in about 63, 64, 65. You know, they seemed to come in threes, you right. know. And and you know every time we'd head to the basement, I'd pull a, a little a ladder over to the window in the basement and go out and stare out the window. <laughs> you know, my mother's <laughs> shrieks could be heard above the storm. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> get him out of there. <laughs> you know, yeah, so. you know, I, it, but it, you're right. You know, it, we're creatures of habit. Sure. You know, so uh, you know, it, it, God only knows how all that's going to work out. What is new coming up in the village? I mean, as far as legislation, that type of thing, what have we got that is going to get changed? Is, uh, do we well, have we, different permitting going on? No, well, we have the election we have going from two to four years. We're supporting, the council supporting four-year terms. I think it's a good idea. And that way we can stagger them. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect this election. All these people being elected will be for two years. Right. right. But in the future, you'll have a four- and a two-year term. So what happens is every two years you have an election, but only half the council gets replaced. Right. right? So that's the council supporting that, and I recommend please, please support that. That well, it's a monumental. I mean, it's yeah. huge common sense. Well, you our know. fear is, and again, it may never come to pass, but you know, there's always that one in a million chances all five council members get replaced, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're sitting there with a all five new yeah. members, pandemonium, right? You know. And then, of course, we have the pedestrian po- crosswalk was approved. Yeah, that's at DOT, and they're. Having designs, that kind of thing. No, it's going to be a a bridge over the highway, right? And where is that going to be? Right there at Founders Park. Right at Founders Park. Yep. And then so that will be by the end of the year. They're supposed to have uh, conceptuals to us and layout. Amount to some road closures, I'm sure, as they put it up. Nope. Really? Because it's going to be built on either side of the road, and then they'll just set the crosswalk in between. I mean, probably one night they'll have a crane come in and set the crosswalk. What kind of height are they looking at? Um, it's the standard height for highways, so you know, okay. so trucks can go underneath okay, and all good. that. Yeah, right. it's, yeah, and there'll be an elevator up and down and, right. a, and a walkway. Okay, you, you don't so. want to interrupt the flow of beer to Key West. Yeah, exactly. that's right. <laughs> so that's that's uh, the new thing. And then uh, let's see, the election, the boardwalk. Um, it's pretty much. Uh, we just had the big concert mm-hmm. with uh, Thirty Eight Special and Chris, uh, Chris Isaac. Yeah. Is that what it? Uh, Chris Isaac? I think it was no. Chris. No. Was it Chris Isaac? No. Chris uh, H- Hanty. Christopher Cross? No. no. All right. I'm sorry, Chris. Some guy named Chris. Some guy hey, named he's, Chris. A, he's a famous country singer, but unfortunately, I'm not big on country singers. <laughs> Chris Rett? Chris Rett. Chris Maybe, Rett. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, it was, it was a pretty good concert. We, we volunteered. My wife and I were there. Founders or was it at? Yeah, Founders. And Sweet. It was a really nice, Great nice event. Yeah. I think, you know, I mean, uh, what if, if you're going to 20,000 feet looking down at Founders Park? You know, uh, it it seems like a remarkably good venue. It really does. I it's mean, amazing. You know, and and it it to me it should be used more often. Yes, I much agree. as well, like looking at uh, you know doing the same thing to Rowles Marina up in Key Largo mm-hmm. would provide sort of the same thing. Now I see that smile on your face. Which, well, you know, here, here's the thing. Go for when it. When they when the village first incorporated, Ron Levy and the the council. Really pushed to buy the park. Sure. Right. And I was one of the anti-park people. I like, this is stupid. <laughs> as soon as they bought it, I realized this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. You know, you, yeah, you, absolutely. Get, you get short-sighted and you get blind, sure. you know, blinded. But once they had that park and all the improvements we've done to it, I can't believe the amount of people that use that park and oh brag on it. It's yeah, phenomenal. It's beautiful. Sure. So when they started all this, one of the things they did is they didn't want events every single weekend. So Understood. they limited it to six or eight a year, depending on the size. Right. And... Um, like the uh, nautical flea market is one of the biggest events we oh, have there. It's huge. Well, you know what the traffic jam it causes. So they didn't want to have something every weekend. Yeah. So they've limited the amount of events that can be at the park. Right. And it's it's worked out well. I mean, mm-hmm. if there's something special, you know, we can bend the rules a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's working out very well right now. The park gets used every weekend. The s- soccer fields, the baseball fields, all that stuff. Always right. jamming. The, always stuff going. Yeah, on. there's always stuff going. On. And the amphitheater's getting a brand new roof on it. Yeah. All right. We've ordered that. And then, you know, we, the, the uh, musicians use that. They have the... the Bay Jam and all that Yeah, stuff. Bay Jam. So it, it stays busy with a lot of stuff. Yeah. But you could see why you wouldn't want a nautical flea market every month. No, right. It would be, be ridiculous. Oh, yeah, your population yeah. would pack it in. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but the dog so, park's tremendously successful. I love the dog yes. park. Yeah, We're you know. such a, a pet-friendly community here. Yeah. That, yeah. that makes it great. But it, it's, it's just user-friendly. That's why you the know? grass is green. Sure. I great, mean, and then, great boat ramp, too. That's yeah. something to be talked about. And it's funny. All of us who have been here our whole lives, remember the Great Lawn was nothing but a rock sure. hole. Yeah. yeah. Well, after the hurricane, when they sifted all the debris, 
it left a lot of dirt behind. <laughs> so we spread it on the great lawn and put sod on it. Now it's the nicest lawn. <laughs> yeah. It's the unintended consequences. Yeah, it's great. Sure. Worked out. And then we re- resodded the soccer field. We're working right. on that right now. It's, all that grass is coming back. All right. Looking down the road, if uh, Key Largo, Monroe County, does uh, you know, make this move uh, in this direction with Rowles Marina you know, and, and build it out so that there's a beach there, a little boardwalk, a little of this, a little of that, what, you know, from your experience with founders, what are the things that they need to look for and, and the holes to avoid? The problem, Rouse Marina, they had a, a committee of local people right. work with the county. Right. And previous to that, I was in a business club, and we were trying to do a public partner, I remember pub, private right. partnership to sure. buy it. Sure. Because we wanted to run it kind of as a business. Right. But allow it for the public. Right. So they came up. They don't want a boat ramp there. They don't want uh, people to launch boats there. And, and their argument was there wasn't enough parking. And I said, well, it's nice if I live in a house to drive out and launch my boat and take the trailer home. Right. But they, they're still arguing about some of that. The problems are going to run to is parking. Right? Yeah. Any event, every event they've ever had there, they cram US-1 full of cars. Yeah. Right. So if they take that building down and restructure the whole parking lot or the whole property right. and allow for parking – you're going to have successful events, but you also have to remember you're limited by the amount of parking. Right. Sure. And that's where the rub comes in. Even at Founders Park, the reason we're putting the bridge is because we use the old highway for parking. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Rouse doesn't have that. All they have is the middle of US-1. And, right. of course, nobody complains about it, and they put up with it, and they put the police there. But the first time somebody gets run over, it's going to be that's a nightmare. Issue. Yeah. Well, there's, you and know, so that's people the have already been run over up there. Actually, yeah. so. That's Caribbean Club. That doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, nice. But what they're going to have to do is, you know, a crystal ball, if I, was, if I had something to do with that, I would say let's lay out a nice parking area right. for vendors, for customers and everybody, and then see what's left. Sure. Yeah. And that's, that's the that whole thing. Sense. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, parking is it, it, it's the one thing that – it seems to escape everybody down here when you're doing something is because, you know, it's like, oh, well, that doesn't generate revenue or it doesn't do this. Well, you know what? If you're, if, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you live here, if you're coming here to the event, you got to have a place to put your car, right. period. Well, you know, or you're going to have to put in a hell of a shuttle system to move people back and forth. Well, the village just changed their code a year or so ago saying you need two parking spaces per house. You know, like a one-bedroom mm-hmm. house. Right. And the reason was that the old code had like 1.5 houses, cars, <laughs> yeah. right. which in the old days, everybody had one car and you know, sure. maybe two. And a horse. Yeah. Well, nowadays, you can build a 2,500-square-foot building, mm-hmm. and you only acquire like eight parking spaces. One of them's handicapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that leaves you seven. And if you have three or four employees, it only leaves you two or three parking spaces for customers. So right. what happens That's is it. if you want to be successful, you tell your employees to go park on the grass, go park on the right-of-way. Mm-hmm. I need more parking spaces for my customers. Right. So any of the places... I've been involved with is I always try to double my parking because in the long run it creates uh, mail rents from me. Sure. Keys insurance. And sure. I asked mm-hmm. him, he's been a long-term tenant. And it's because I have a big parking lot and he tells me, he goes, it's great. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> man. It's it just makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what I tell people in business. I go, they want to buy it and max out their building. I go, if you don't have any parking, you can't get customers. Right. Well, and that's kind of the reason. They get real pissy real quick. Well, you know. But that's why, that's why the Founders Park is successful. Right. We have large parking inside when there's no uh, events. Uh, Founders you know? has evolved yeah. into probably the preeminent uh, uh, homeowner's park mm-hmm. uh, slash city park. It well, really has. Not to, I'll tell you, Marathon's done a very nice job with their park. Absolutely. I, I was there, down there, and they have a nice amphitheater. They have a nice layout. They have a, a little different design, but it's, it's also a very nice park. I think Marathon and Alamrod have the two nicest parks. Sure. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. You know, I mean, Key West seems to have uh, you know, a, a handful of great locations that could be great parks, but yeah. you know, the cemetery, cemetery is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> it, too. And, and that's it, you know, because uh, the rest of the time, you know, if you're down there after dark, forget about it. You're just tripping over drunks, you yeah. know. Yeah. So I don't want to rain on Key West Parade, <laughs> but you know, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, you're right. Marathon and Alamorada have done a great job with that. And I, you know, as I'm a Key Largo guy, I'd like to see Key Largo succeed in something like well, that. That's where my business is, and i always willing to help them. You know, yeah. I, I would love to see Rouse, once we get done with this hurricane cleanup, really turn into something nice. Absolutely. You need it. Yeah. I mean, I think the residents deserve it. We I always have so the too. day trippers. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the park, we charge them a heavy admittance fee. Yeah. <laughs> Although I would have liked to have seen a boat ramp there. Because I think At Rouse? Yeah, because well, we, we have a shortage, of a, a shortage of boat ramps down here. It's not cast in stone yet, but, yeah. you know, the problem yeah. is, you get on the committee and they say, oh, I don't want a boat ramp because they might launch jet skis. 
Well, unfortunately, there's no laws against jet skis. Yeah. Right. So, you know, to me, I would like to see a boat ramp saying, yeah, you can launch your boat, but you have to take your trailer somewhere. Right. And then what, somebody else will open up a storage yard and say, we'll store your trailer yeah. for there you. There you go. Caribbean Club does that. And right. Creates business. Yes. Yeah. You know, creates commerce. Yep. You know, yep. I mean, and, you know, you, you've got to really watch when you have, like, um, like with, say, Harry Harris. You know, I mean, it, you you got to keep the people launching the boats away from the people that are slim, swimming, but, right. you know, paddling around, goofing off in the water, doing nothing, standing there taking a leak, you right. know, I mean, because, you know, the last thing a boat, you know, prop. Well, they're pretty good. Harry Harris, is, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. It's separated. Harry Harris has done a good job with it. Yeah, it's really just have. my entertainment is watching people trying to back their boats. Well, that, that, that <laughs> to the ramp itself is, is quality, uh, you know, entertainment. It's quality entertainment. I've done that quite a few times. You yeah. just sit and watch the uh, hilarity ensue. <laughs> yeah, watch, it, is, it is pretty entertaining, what, actually. Watch the family guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's one of yeah. the greatest things. Yeah. And, and the funny yeah. thing is, I, I, it's the truth. That, well, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> when I first yeah. got a boat, yeah. that was me. You know, it's it, it's so funny, but it, yeah, when you see first timers or new, newbies l- trying to launch a boat, there there is nothing more. Well, you entertaining. see the guy who's got you know he's got a fifty thousand dollar pickup truck. Yeah, he's got a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar <laughs> boat, right? And he's trying to you know like back it up and, and stomp the brakes to get the thing to come off the rubber, right? You know, and uh, and he hasn't unconnected yeah. the hooks <laughs> oh. and the you know yeah. the stage yet, and it's like, dude, come <laughs> yeah. on! But the, you know, there's something I learned from an RV park. I never understood why they always advertise pull-through parking. <laughs> and then I realized when I watch people trying to back up RVs, oh. which are just oh, like boats, yeah. Yeah. they forget it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's... I, I always tell the people, let me back it up for you. Right. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take care you. of it. Yeah. You no know, problem. You know. Yeah. And, uh, and I won't kill your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Easiest part. So, yep. Chris, it is always a pleasure yeah, to man. have you. Uh, We've you got about five minutes left on the show, and we can... You know, uh, let you off. Anything else you want to add about the village, the state of affairs? Anything no, else? Everything's good. Life like you said, is good. Uh, Mike, Mike got reelected. Uh, Deb cool. got reelected, and um, well, they ran up. Jim Mooney, right? Those yeah, three are elected. So. We have Ken Davis, who's uh, and um, Mike, uh, um, the person running against him. He's a bartender. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Mike? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah me too. I, yeah. I apologize. I can't yeah. remember your name. Right. We're then you old. Got then this Cheryl program, Mead so. is running yeah. with uh, Pete Bachelor yeah. and Dave Prado. Cool. So those okay. three are running for one seat. And okay. So that should be interesting. It's, yeah. You know, anytime you get Perdo in there, <laughs> you know, I love Dave. You, yeah. know, uh, it, you know, I mean, it, there's one guy that would like to stomp the crap out of me just because I'm a liberal. But, right. you, know, it's, you, know, <laughs> you know, we still, but, you know, as you, as you have, have chimed in earlier, you know what? I can talk to anybody about right. anything. I don't have to hate him because I right. disagree sure. with him. So, you know. That's it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, thank you for yeah. your years of service I'm to still the village. I'm still rooting else. for Ross Perot. <laughs> <laughs> I voted for Ross way back yeah, when. I so did I. Yep. I did see, too. See, the thing uh, is, yeah. that, you know, that, that bug isn't going to do it by itself. You know, so <laughs> yeah. I no, always, I think uh, I'm telling you, the village. Honestly, I am stepping down. You know, my term's over, and yeah. I, I have to say, honestly, I think the village has been in the best shape it's ever been in. I, oh, I, 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 couldn't I, I have no. There's no big disasters going on. The sewer. Is going phenomenal. It's all you know. We're we're at ninety nine percent in North Plantation Key, and right. we're you know over ninety percent down south. Right. So it, we're almost done. I mean, well, there'll only be a few that's hangouts. His, his right. home turf is right. uh, Alamo, yeah. and and that's uh-huh. to me that's uh, you know one of the litmus tests of yeah. how well something's doing. Look at property values. Yeah, oh, you know that that'll be a real litmus test is how well is a is a community being managed. Yeah, you see rises and desirability of a particular area. That means it's going great. Well, you've been here a long time. Absolutely. When I would buy a piece of property or, or, or you go to do anything with a piece of property, it would say, oh, you can only build a two-bedroom because you need this giant front yard for your mm-hmm. drain field. Right. Now with the sewer, there's no restriction. So people are buying, buying homes, remodeling them. They don't have to yeah. worry about any of this stuff. And, sure. and it's increasing the values. Like I said, it's, yeah. it's the values are going through the roof. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't argue with it. Chris Sandy, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, pleasure. Thank you. Mayor of the village of Alamorada, we appreciate it. Always good it, to have you on. You know, it, it, even insights. once they <laughs> kick you out of office and you get <laughs> no, no, no business. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it can't come soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. When's that going to happen? Done with that guy. We're going to start yeah. drinking tonight, and we'll let, I'll let you know okay. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome back on the program anytime you want, bud. Okay? You got it, absolutely. Uh, folks, you know what? Uh, we are going to wrap it up a little yes. bit early because I think we've got one break left in the program. So, uh, Michael, uh, a pleasure at now the new studio. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. This is going to be, I think, the uh, start of some great stuff coming. It's yep. going to be fun. Folks, join us again next Monday. We'll be back then. Take care. Tropical Vibes.
realtor or if you're buying a home or selling a home. Maybe you're thinking about buying a piece of land to build on. One thing you need to consider in any real estate transaction is title. You want to be sure there are no surprises ahead. Getting clear title and title insurance is the one and only job of Sunshine Title of the Keys. Sunshine Title for escrow, closings, and title insurance done right. Call Ginny at Sunshine Title, 305-451-0032 today. First-time home buyers, you say, ah, hey, there are more of you than you know. And the bottom line is this, folks. If you haven't purchased a home in the last three years, then you can re-qualify as a first-time home buyer, uh, a la Center State Bank here in the Florida Keys. Now, there's a bunch of reasons to do this. Number one, easier to qualify. Number two, great rates, low down payment, and money to help you at closing. The list goes on. It's incredible. Contact Lisa Feliciano at Center State Bank, 305-852-0516, or log on to centerstatebank.com.